Welcome back. Welcome to Monday Show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. First of all, a big, sincere thank you for everybody who joined in and became a partner in Hope for St. Jude. You are, and you have been, and you will continue to be such uh, an instrumental part of what we do every single day and part of saving a bunch of kids' lives. So thank you very, very much. We do it once a year. Our goal is to make it as easy as possible for that hospital to run so kids from all over the country can get help, can have their life saved. So hospitals, wherever you live, are able to get and use the research that St. Jude is, is you know, doing and finding and sharing. And so thank you. I'll say it. Thank you, thank you, thank you for becoming a partner in Hope. So glad you're here. I want to do a voicemail from Sammy in Richmond, Virginia. Here you go. Morning, studio. My office is having a white elephant, so I'm wondering what's the show's recommendation for uh, gifts under $20. Thanks. Yeah! Great gifts under 20 bucks. Two $10 lottery tickets. That's cool. Or four $5 lottery tickets because it's fun. There's a chance to win way more. And 20 bucks is mostly just novelty things anyway. But that's something that you literally actually can have. And it can be more than a novelty when you win a million. Yeah. Hmm. Nothing says white elephant like winning a million dollars. That's perfect. Yeah. So I would say that. Anything else you want to say? I don't know. I'm trying to think of white elephant. Is it supposed to be a... Practical fun gift, or is it supposed to be like something you don't want? Less than twenty bucks. Toilet paper. How much are <laughs> yes, books? That's what I was thinking. Are books twenty bucks? You can get them for less than twenty. Yeah. Looks good, right? Stanley the dog, first day of school. Boom. Okay. Ooh, good one. Get it on Amazon. That'll get passed around. <laughs> this is from Emma in Massachusetts. This is the Tommy Show. Let's go. I love your show. I listen to it any chance I can get, and I'm so glad you got to hear this. Me too, Emma. Thank you for sending it. Here's Patrick in Austin. Wondering when the uh, when the draft side they coming back. Thought I'd check in. I was listening to a Monday show and heard you talking about grocery food snacks and thought it'd be cool to hear when we might be having some drafts coming back. For you, Patrick, we'll do a draft this week. Oh, cool. We've given it a break for a little bit, but we'll do a draft this week. And then finally from Emerson in North Carolina. Why is Santa a ninja? Because he wears a black belt. Bye. <laughs> nice. There you go. Like We're that. back. Thank you, everybody. Let's get started here. Bobby Bones Show. It's a Bobby Bones Show interview. In case you didn't know. All right. Their name is For King and Country. They've won four Grammy Awards. They're awesome. Tonight, a CMT Crossroads Christmas for King and Country. Breland, Chrissy Metz, Natalie Grant, Rebecca St. James, their sister. They're all going to perform CMT 9 p.m. Central. They are here, though. And not because of that show, and not because of their Grammys, but because of Eddie and his wife. Oh, boy. And they got tickets, <laughs> then they said, never mind, we don't need the tickets, even though it was sold. It's a whole situation. Uh, they are here. They are amazing. Let's go now and talk with For King and Country. On the Bobby Bones Show now. For King and Country. Well, the, the way you guys got here, a little unconventional, I will admit, because, first of because all, thank you. you never invited us, Bobby. Amy's invited us before. That's true. <laughs> yeah. That's me. That's on me. Anyway, so uh, also we're we like know your family, and if we're just having you in willy nilly every day, they're like, well, that's like some sort of nepotism. Too show. Yeah, and, and also our last name's Small Bone. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you've got to keep the bones separated. Exactly, which is why we also don't have Matt on. 
Yeah. I, I heard. Mm-hmm. You did have Matt on? No, which one we don't, but he texts in all the time, and he's on the air in different ways. Yeah, okay. I just talk yeah. about him. Yes. <laughs> okay. And he's like, my pastor just said. Then I was going to get jealous. Uh, yes. Then I was going to be right. like, we've got a problem here. Yeah. So here's what happened. You have millions of fans all over the world, and two of them are Eddie and his wife. Right, Eddie? Mm-hmm, that's right. And your wife wanted to go to the show? She said, is there any way you can get, get us tickets to go see the band for a Christmas concert. I'm like, well, look, I look on the calendar. I'm like, they're coming to the Opry. We can do this. So what better to ask Amy, since she knows you guys. She's like, oh, Amy, can you hook me up with some tickets? And so she does. And Amy, you, this is no small feat to get tickets. The world, this is like getting Taylor Swift tickets. Right. To see yeah. them. I know. Mm-hmm. The, the site crashes, basically, when you try to get tickets to freaking country. Right. So, yeah, I sent off a note. No problem. I get a text back. We'll call under Eddie's name. Night of. Ready to go. I send Eddie a note, and Eddie's like, oh, my gosh, amazing. Thank you. Well, then turns out, I guess Eddie's going to be out of town the night of the show. So mm-hmm. then we have to awkwardly be like, okay. Awkward. Sorry, yeah, we don't need upset. those. Yes, exactly. I knew it. You probably spent a whole night going, I bet they hate us. Because well, we, call, we called up the Opry personally. Yeah, we See? Said, hey, we're out of comps, guys. But Right. And so. It's Eddie's wife. Then, <laughs> which, which I'm so glad it worked out that way because now I feel like we get a very intimate performance from them. I'm still embarrassed, but that's okay. Oh, so am I, yeah. So we got a couple things we're going to do here with For King and Country. We're going to do a Christmas song and then we're going to do an original. And first, let me say, just you guys are awesome. Just musically, sonically, what you're able to do, how big you're able to sound, just just A+. plus. So I want to compliment you there. Awesome. Secondly, you know, both of you have my hair at different stages in my life. I'm just going to say that. That's <laughs> so true. Mm-hmm. So maybe we could, you could be our brother. Mm, yeah, I could. <laughs> I just, you're, funny accent. Me? Yeah. Or you. No, you. Can you do my accent? Of course I can. Was that Hey, it? this is Bobby Bones. This is the Bobby Bones Show with For King and Country. Thanks for being here. Today. That sounds so normal. It almost <laughs> sounds not hillbilly enough, yeah. but that's so, that's such an American. As a kid in Australia, do you grow up doing American accents as a joke? We not, see all you get all your movies and stuff. Yeah, so. not really, because, uh, you know, Australia's always been a little bit about like the kind of the younger brother that looks up to America, so you don't really want to be like America because you're kind of actually jealous mm. of America, if that makes sense. Well, in so. America, we always do like kangaroo and boomerang jokes. Yeah, you know, yeah. we're like, oh, the boss whipping a bobby boomerang. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. we're yeah, aware. Cool. Thank you, Jim. <laughs> we're aware. <laughs> okay, so here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna do a Christmas song first, and then I want to get into a little more, of you guys. But here is for King and Country. And what are you guys, Luke? What are you guys gonna do here? We're gonna play a song for Eddie's wife. Um, because this is the song that she probably wanted to see, right, Eddie? This is the one. Yeah, this she is mentioned. the one. Yes. And this is going to be. Uh, this is the little drummer boy. God willing. And, oh, and, it is and the one. It is. Yes. It is the, the one. one. And That's I it. just want to set the record straight. If you're just listening and not watching, we have set a world record on your stage, right? More Seventy-three people. people on stage. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it is amazing. The stage is like the size of a nickel, but somehow they're standing on top of each other. This is why New York City did skyscrapers, actually, mm. so you get more people right on. Go uh, high. That's true. Well, and here's the other thing: live, we're in elevators. So that next time true. we're going to have to bring the elevators. Wait, what? We're in. We we're in. We go up like fifty these, feet in the air. These elevators. Play. It's like the Australian version of Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. Yeah. Your shows, you do that, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dang. We take out a really big instrument. Eddie's wife could have seen this. We're really missing out now. All right, here they are. For King and Country on The Bobby Bones Show. On The Bobby Bones Show now. For King and Country. Hey, Joel, you and Luke have been playing together since since how old? Well, it it depends on how you look at it. So our sister was sort of a gospel Christian artist, and 
dad managed her, he needed cheap labor. We all homeschooled. He saw he had five sons. And so we became the road crew and incidentally started doing background vocals together at some point. For oh, her or for other for, people? No, for her. Okay. For her. Exclusively. We, were we very weren't good bad. enough to do it for other people. No, got it. It's family. Her. Got it. Yeah, yeah. It's a family deal. And then um, we didn't get on in our teenage years. You know, he's my younger brother. He grew taller than me. He's a better sportsman. All the things that an older brother really dislikes. Torn his ACL in a basketball match. And he felt sorry for me. And I felt sorry for him. So How I was tall like, are hey, you, why don't we start a band? Huh? How tall are you? I'm about 6'4", six, 6'5". Four, six, four, six, but I mean, if you were to cut your hair, what are you, 5'9"? 5'9 five, nine? <laughs> five, nine, five, nine with the hair? Cut the hair, 5'9"? Maybe. Yeah, okay. Maybe. You know what that's <laughs> like. So Samson got weaker. Yeah, I do. That's why I grow it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when does... Well, I'm assuming, too, you guys had a bunch of names before for King & Country since oh, yeah. you've been together so long. What, what were those... If you'd had other names, what were they? Well, well, the, bad ones. Yeah, we had a lot of bad ones. I mean, at first, we would do the whole, like, we're not going to leave this coffee shop until we find a name. And usually we walked out with Joel and Luke. <laughs> I'm Joel, he's Luke. We're going to be called Joel and Luke. He's sort of Dan and Shay. Uh, Joel, you know? Joel had another great one. Um, uh, Osterville. That was one. Yeah, that was one. Because we sort of make up a word. It's Australia to Nashville. People call Nashville a village. Oh, Osterville. Abbreviation. Yes. Oz. I didn't stay with that one. <laughs> yeah, and literally, we did, a, we did a show in Australia with that uh, name. And Australians are pretty forthright in their opinions. And we, went, <laughs> we were doing a festival and people came up and they're like, yeah, mate, um, I don't even know how to say your, your name. So we, we, we actually reverted back to Joel yeah, Luke we at the festival. We're like, at all right, guys, festival. we're out. And bad. when did For King and Country come up? And I'm assuming it's For King, who is Jesus. I'm just assuming. I don't know this. Is yeah. that what it is? G- well, it's sort of – there's a British – if you ever watch like – Oh, it's not. Never mind. I'm wrong. Uh, Downton Abbey. There's sort of this British mantra that they would always – chant going into battle they would say oh for king like zazu says uh, it in okay. lion king is like oh for king and country i don't watch shows with accents anyway, so that's yeah, I'm to- yeah i don't like accents so. very american yeah, yeah, of you yeah, yeah. um and uh he so we kind of thought well that's a cool phrase and then i think there's that great overtone of like why do we do music like you said like god people country you know mm-hmm. and so for king and country was it in a coffee shop we're not leaving the coffee and that's what no, you have no it, no so joel came into the um studio one day i mean this was 12 years ago or so <laughs> and he come in with the the name all the king's men which was a cool name that is a cool name uh and our producer at the time spun around and he said oh no no what about the what about for king country you know the old british mantra that they used to chant before going into battle and we'd always wanted something that felt like it had purpose that felt like it yeah. had meaning it just wasn't like just a just a cool name you know what i mean and uh, I think we kind of both looked at each other at that time. The other big thing was is it was available on MySpace, yeah, oh, which was yeah. a big deal. Got to remember that ten years yeah, ago. Big, yeah, 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 yeah. But what's the CMT Crossroads Christmas that you guys are doing? Like, what exactly does that entail? This sort of thing. Okay, yeah. but Breland's there. Okay, Chrissy that's Metz it. Because always there are other artists that come in. Yeah. So Breland, who's we love them. Chrissy yeah, right. Metz, who was on This Is Us and is a great yep. singer. Yep. So they come in and sing songs with you. Are they doing yeah. your songs? Yeah, well, kind of. Christmas songs aren't really our songs, but our versions of Christmas songs. But don't we all own them? Oh, public domain. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so they come in and you know they're singing these renditions that you know we've created and and they sing along with us. It was quite fascinating though because they all had to learn these songs very very quickly. So to their to their credit, it turned out uh, really great. Do you guys keep a, a prompter for Christmas songs so you don't mess up the words? Luke should. I probably should, but I don't. I will say, uh, I I messed Although up. Although I've song. had a lot of, because yeah, we're right in the middle of an American Christmas tour, so we've had I've had quite a few fumbles. The problem with Christmas songs trip. is you do sing them every year, but there's eleven months in between the exactly. time that you sing. And there's like nine verses in all of them. Well, verses that so, we don't grow and up learning. They all learning. sort of no. have the same inflection. So you just sort of so get people them do the same thing confused. that we do. 
which is you just pick your favorite verses mm. and that becomes the song, right? And if and you so forget, you, just do it again. And then if you're into grandparents, uh, you know, church, you're never going to know the verses that they get into there. That's no, definitely true. The CMT Crossroads Christmas, is that in Nashville? Yeah. Okay. Down so, at the, the factory. In okay. So tw- on the 12th, that's where you can go there. But then the Christmas show, you got Indianapolis on the 15th, Fort Wayne on the 16th, Grand Rapids on the 17th, the two Opry shows, the Globe. What's the global live stream? Is that at a place? It's the Opry show. Oh, it just has global live stream. On, like no, we wanted to make it feel really big. Okay, yeah, you know yeah. how it is. Branded really big. <laughs> go and watch this show. I, I'm going to have to go to one of these shows. For kingandcountry.com, for this, A Drummer Boy Christmas, and then they are on the road all of next year, which I mentioned a little earlier. When your last name is Smallbone, my name is Bone, Bones, Bones. Yeah. Did you ever consider the Smallbones as a band name? Would you come to a show with the band name Smallbones? You know who did consider it? Matt Hales, Aqualung, considered mm. it. He was very serious about it because he, he was, we were developing sort of the band with him as sort of guiding us through it. Um, and he was like, yeah, you should just be called Smallbones. Or Smallbone. Yeah. Singular. Mm. We, we opted to not because mm. of all of the I probably had, I was dominating lame. the bone world. Yeah, well, we innuendo. We, yeah, we homeschooled for a reason with our last mm, name. Got it. You know what I mean? A- Amy knows um, another small bone. What's the situation there with that guy? Who's that? Our dad's brother's son. Wait, <laughs> he's, he's your cousin. cousin. He's our cousin. He's oh, cousin. I just want to say the most complicated cousin. way. Got it. You know how? <laughs> yeah, everybody kind of looks like y'all look similar. Like Bobby, you've said they look like people you, go up to him Ma- thinking it's but me. Matt, yes, he'll be. He was at the grocery store literally the other day, and he told me. That someone said, are you, are you Bobby Bones? And he's like, because, I mean, small bones. Sometimes they uh-huh. just hear the bone part, and then they see the glasses and the hair, and they think it's him. And he That's has a, a great very thick accent. Yes, yeah. very. I so, also thought he was your brother because of the last name. Yeah. Do you well, have another brother? The genetic, gene, the genetic pool is there's, pretty There's shallow. seven kids in our family. Who did I meet on an airplane once? Me. That wasn't <laughs> you. The Southwest Air. No, that, yeah, that was me. You're so much Josh, better looking now. Josh Kerr, thank you. Yes. The little now? mustache, what yeah. Now, because I saw him then, and I was like, "Man!" But now, <laughs> he's matured. That was you sitting behind me on that flight. Yeah. We talked. You were super nice <laughs> to, to LA. I didn't know you were actually in the band. I didn't know you were one of the two. Did you think he was a crew guy? <laughs> he kind of did. You know, you were very kind to the crew guys. Though. I thought I <laughs> maybe maybe it's the whole getup, the scarf, the mustache. The thank greased you, back man, hair. It's working, it's working for Bobby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. it's a vibe. Amy's, Amy's not. Oh, yeah, that was a good, had a good experience the there. We talked a, whole, the, a lot. I, I was like, it, yeah. I was like, that guy who does to, merch we going for freaking and country. Were we going to the Grammys? <laughs> what were we doing? No, you were going out to the, to the show. Yeah, I don't know. I was probably doing something cool, you know? <laughs> and you'd missed your flight, I remember. Because I remember going, this guy's is awesome. He's on a Southwest flight. He's like, no. Nah. I had the other private thing got canceled and yeah you're making that up completely. okay look <laughs> for king and country they are here and they're gonna perform what are we gonna do let's do one of like your songs that you that you like i don't know what do you have for me i don't know i, I just threw this on you last minute no it's all good we're, we're gonna play a song called love me like i am and uh featuring if it's the if, the, if it's the recorded version yeah well she's not with us today no. but featuring jordan sparks so we, we had a really no, lovely Joel can't quite sing like jordan <laughs> oh you watch um <laughs> no, we, we had this lovely moment where we, we, we enjoy doing features here and there and, and um, we kind of cold called Jordan and her brother is a supporter of the band. And so I think he's a real champion, like your wife, his wife was yeah. like, hey, you should actually really do this, sister. And she's just an awesome human. This thing you have over here, it's a keyboard. It looks like a, also a, uh, what do you? The, it's a harmonium. It's yeah. like an Indian drone instrument. You can get them on eBay for about 
$300. They hand make them. Can you do it without everybody else playing? Just show people what it sounds like. It, what's that thing called? The accordion? accordion. It looks like, yeah. it's like a keyboard accordion. It sounds magnificent. That's though. awesome. It's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Well, here they are. My new favorite band. Oh, huh. yeah. Wait, can Except I, for Aqualung. I, True and Chris Tomlin. I would like, I'm going to be a little selfish for a second for my son, Stevenson, since the Christmas song was dedicated to Eddie's wife. Aww. Can y'all just dedicate this one to Stevenson because he's your number one. Nice. Oh, okay. I love that. Yes. So, and I'm going to play it for him because he's in school. Yeah. Stevenson, uh, <laughs> on behalf of Luke and me and the we're gentleman and lady morning. up here, we're thinking of you this morning with this song, Love Me Like I Am. Merry Christmas. To you, my friend. For King of Country. Ooh, so hey, bad. guys, you guys are awesome. Okay, Who, yeah. knew? Mm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> when you have the last name Bone or Small uh, Bones, you've got to overcome. Who knew? Mm. Dang, that is that is just so good. I'm going to try to come to a show. Holy moly. Uh, for kingandcountry.com and go go get tickets for the Christmas show at Drummer Boy Christmas, and they're going to be touring all over next year as well. When I was growing up, Jars of Clay, ever heard of them? I've, I've heard of them. Mm-hmm. Did, yeah. you ever, did you guys grow up listening to Christian music only, or did you get secular music as well? We got a little bit of both. Yeah. Our parents were, you know, I will say this, when we would go to like, go out and drive, and my oldest brother, or one of my brothers could uh, drive the car, on the radio, you did want to change the dial back to the Christian station, because if mom and dad came in, they may comment on it, mm. but there was there was freedom. We were allowed to, we were allowed to listen to both. The Newsboys, ever heard of them? I heard of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Switchfoot, kind of on the line a little bit of of yeah of that was an bit, influential little bit band of a story and record actually because uh, Joel mentioned I tore my ACL playing basketball and um, I kind of was you know wanting to figure out what was next for me if that makes sense sports was my thing up until that point and uh, as I was rehabbing my knee they had just released their album the beautiful letdown and I remember asking them, you know thinking to myself I wonder if I could write songs uh, that mean as much to me. Uh, like their yeah. music does to me. That's interesting that you, because for me, and I don't do music, I do comedy music, but not the same as you guys, obviously, where you guys are good. Um, but the first artist that ever spoke to me writing, you, you'd hear a song yeah. and you go, oh, oh, wait a minute. Like, I feel like they're speaking for me and to me. Yeah. Yeah. And it was for me, it was John Mayer, around my yeah. age, sensibility somewhat similar. It was Switchfoot switch for you? Switchfoot for me. Yeah, because I mean, I, you know, I've heard it said that you know an, an artist's job is to, to, to be a poet in some cases to articulate what another cannot, and then if you give that to them and you give them that song, then that uh, that song becomes their song, and then in return, I think because uh, if you're writing those songs from your heart, you know, and it means something to you, when somebody responds to that song, I think it inherently makes you feel less lonely, mm. you know, and that's the gift of music to me. I saw Carmen. Ever heard of him? <laughs> wow. Yeah. We've, yeah. A funny, so, funny side note. We, we've been actually working on a feature film that is circles around our uh, uh, immigrant family, particularly a mum, six kids. It's a 90s film. It's ultimately a story about our parents coming from Australia to America and the triumphs and tragedies that happened along the way. And uh, Carmen is actually one of the reasons we're here. <laughs> the old lounge singer, Italian stallion Carmen. Yeah, he, he uh, offered a job to dad over here this is a real story or a movie no, this story? is a real story real that actually story that's we just a movie. Yeah. we just filmed it like three weeks ago we just finished filming we were in louisville for like two months filming it I, I, i've been to a couple carmen shows they are an experience they are oh, an experience yeah. for sure it's almost like those uh those flipping around at 1 a.m and you you see that on the channel and people are all, that i mean that was the carmen show it was yeah. it's big and you're like what 
it was a wow, wow moment for me. Yeah. Uh, but you, what you guys do, just it's A plus. I mean, I don't know. I just wasn't expecting it to be so moved by this, and I, I really was. All seriousness, you guys are great. Uh, you're not the same person I do on the Southwest flight. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. It's not the same. Uh, I'm glad we're improving yeah. and not, you know. Mm, we're, we've Bobby, yeah, scale. I will say this, but boy, can this guy sell some shirts. Oh, yeah, I thought it was the merch guy for, right. for King of Country. What do, I, what do I know? Yes, Amy. Bobby today has on like a khaki sweater with a black shirt and like literally y'all's whole vibe is khaki and black. Um, so I feel like you could fit right in today. We should but take another is picture. That, is that pre-planned? Is it a group text or y'all just like sense that? Oh, the whole group. Yeah, this was actually, we're usually pretty uniform, but this was pretty limber today. We were all like, yeah, go casual, go casual. But y'all, it's And if you want to come show up, crazy. wouldn't that make a deal, right? I mean, if whoever wants to show <laughs> well, up, can. It's I a mean, vibe. There's, there's I like there's it. Been, there's, been th- there's been discussions. Uh, you know, it, it's funny. The, the more detailed uh, that you get, the more accidental coincidences happen like uh, this when you don't get yeah. detailed because they kind of know, oh, they've said in the past, we should show up looking like this. So, you know, here we are. Do you still play ball? I mean, I try to. I'm you not do? that good, but yeah. Do, yeah. Does your leg hurt when it gets cold? No, no. I, I I didn't do any. I just did strictly the ACL, so I didn't do all the other meniscus and all the other craziness that can take place. So for the most part, they just took the patella tendon, stuck it back in there, and I'm for the most part as good as new. My dog, my dog just around. had that. He's a bulldog. It's, it's the worst. That's what he said. Yeah. Well, he went like this. <laughs> oh, that was it. But I think that's what he said. Yes. It's the worst. Okay, look for King of Country. You guys go watch them. Um, Eddie, I'm sorry, your wife. Yeah, really uh, let them down. Hey, you know what? Uh, yeah, me hey, too. What, what what day are you going to Texas? Every day, apparently, that you guys are here of all the days. We're going to be gone. I think we're leaving the day before. So we're I've two, heard, days, two days before. nothing that you could do what to just put it back two days. You know, Eddie, Crossroads picture Christmas this. Day. We've made such a song and dance about this. We have other shows. <laughs> what if we flew you to another show? Well, beforehand? then Bobby wouldn't be pleased with that because then he wouldn't be here. That's- well, here's the thing. We have another guy in our show named Lunchbox who like milks artists for free stuff. Mm-hmm. Constantly. And so <laughs> I just he feel does. like he's ruined it for everyone. Where, Eddie, would you want them to fly you somewhere? I mean, it'd be awesome, but no, <laughs> guys, don't go out of your way. Do your tour, do all that. Hey, well, you guys are going to be around for a while. We're, We're going to talk you about it. Oh, we don't know We're that. We don't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I know that. This is it, man. This is, yeah. this is the last tour. Okay, for King and for King, And does anyone ever think it's forking and country? Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. When it's all URL, especially when you read it that way. I like yes. forking with a fork. Yeah, yes. forking. And, and People Magazine still thinks we're a country band, which is awesome. Like, you know, they, the do, they do the articles and you live in the Nashville. Top of the country. Oh, yeah. oh, do you feel like awesome? Do you feel like they cover you more? I, I kind of like it. I just think it's, I think the more kind of blurred lines you can create in genres and collaborations, the then better. You're not in a box. And we're in Nashville. Yeah. That's also what you great. guys do sonically, if I can say so. There, It's all a, an amazing blurred line mm-hmm. yeah. between the instrumentation, the message, the vote. I mean, it's all, you wouldn't know what genre it is because it kind of is universal. Well, that's what I, I kind of love about this country is you have enough of a, like a framework for people to sort of rise in certain genres. But then I feel like with shows like yours, with streaming platforms and whatnot, you're able to actually sort of branch out further. Because I mean, we write love songs, we write life songs and God songs and Christmas songs. It's all in there, but um, it's really Christian radio, particularly early on, was like they were the ones and still are the ones that have sort of helped us rise, which has been beautiful. If I wanted you guys to play my Christmas party, what's that cost? A lot of money. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> the, whole band, the whole For, band? Well, everybody but the guy with the bass. <laughs> why, he's why, got, why? He's got awesome hair and he's I'm very how, jealous. He's got it. He's di- out band leader, But he's got Bobby, it perfectly. It's like perfect out. brown to blonde and I'm like, dang, that's, I'm jealous of that and it doesn't make me feel good so I want him to stay away. <laughs> 
Because mm-hmm. it's too perfect, yes. All right, here they are for King of Country. Thank you, guys. Nice job. So my daughter is actually 16, but she doesn't drive everywhere yet. She just goes to school and then back home. From home to school, that's all we really allow. And she just started this dance class at a place that's a little far away. And we also have a son. You know how it gets. Logistics can be difficult at times. So I signed my daughter up for Uber Teen, and she took Uber Teen to her dance class this week, and it was amazing. An Uber Teen account, it's just like it sounds. It's an Uber account for your teen with trackable trips and highly rated drivers. While I wasn't able to be there with her, I was able to track her on my phone, and I got text updates the entire time. And I could tell that she felt a sense of independence. She thought it was super cool. So I definitely felt safe with her using Uber Teen, And if you're ever in a bind, this is something that can for sure come in handy. And you can get 40% off up to $15 off three Uber teen rides. Valid for the first 30 days for new users in select markets. Now see app for details. Add your teen to your account today. It's super easy. Available in select locations. Again, see app for details. This episode brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies, especially when they start moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right, so no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. Hey, guys, Bobby here. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless extended silver unlimited plan and get a brand new Samsung A14 on them. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at just 25 bucks a line per month for four lines. You're going to save so much. That's more refund for just, well, you to enjoy. It's the refund that will feel like it keeps on refunding. Like who wouldn't want to have a few extra bucks in their pocket? You know, for you, maybe you want to go and have a spa day because you're going to have a little extra money once you get with Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk is great value every day on wireless. Plus, it runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. So treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. And again, let that refund you're getting continue to feel like it's refunding. Maybe you want to get tickets to a concert. That way you don't have to ask me for free tickets all the time. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings in Root Metrics 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary, not an endorsement. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Adam Atkinson works at Home Depot in Tennessee, and he's at work, and he's kind of looking through the shelves, stocking some items, and he goes, what is this? He pulls out an envelope that was left on the shelf with $700 of cash inside the envelope. So he turns it into the manager. The manager says, well, I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to keep it here, and if anybody claims it for the rest of the day, we'll give it to them. They have to ex- describe exactly what's in there. No one claimed the money. So she says, okay, what do I do? Let's put this on social media. I'm just going to say I found an envelope. It, just, it described the envelope. I'm not going to say what's in it and see if anyone responds. Well, somebody sees and says, hey, 
my business partner lost $700. I wonder if he was at Home Depot. So he calls him up. Hey, did you lose $700? Like, yeah, it's at Home Depot. So he goes and claims it. He got his money back. Wow. That's good. That's awesome. Love it. I just, man, letting that out of my sight. I'm always like, how does someone, because they have $20,000 for a house they've been saving up their whole life. And it was just in a, you know, shoebox and they left the shoebox in the Uber. I don't, I would never stop looking at that thing. Yeah. I'd be scared to death. He probably just had it. He's like, oh, look, there's some oil. And he set it down for a second, checked the oil out, and then just left. I had to get cash for something recently. And it was one of those bank envelopes. Like I had to go to the bank, pick it up. And then I was nervous my kids were going to get into it. So I hid it in a shoe in my closet in a boot. <laughs> and, and within like less than 48 hours, I forgot where I put it. Uh. That's yeah, Amy. I, I remember finally, but you did find it. Well, there was a woman who won a lottery ticket. She had a lottery and it won ten thousand dollars. She couldn't find it and it was getting closer and closer to the end. We had to cash it in, mm-hmm. and she had torn her house apart completely multiple times. And then finally, she found it in a shoe as well. She had hit it in a shoe. My dad, after he moved out, because he left when I was like nine. And my mom was cleaning out the garage later, and she found a glove, like a gardening glove. She found $500 cash stuck in there. He had hid it from his gambling days, and she kept it. <laughs> That's unique. Glove? Huh. Yeah. Uh, Eddie, good story. <laughs> Thank you. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. All right, game time. Mike D has created a game. What's it called? Is it a Hallmark Christmas movie? So you're going to give us... I'll give you a title and description of a movie. You tell me if it's real or if I made it up. Yeah, these are hard now because they make all kinds of movies now about okay. everything. Yeah. It's going to give us three of them. And if there's a tie, we'll go sudden death. Okay. All right, give us the first one, Mike. It is called Fa La La Fallen in Love. It is about Rebecca and Bryce who joined a Christmas carolers group. They bond over their passion for music and quickly fall in love. But just days before Christmas, Rebecca discovers Bryce's hidden past. Is it a Hallmark Christmas movie? Hidden past. That's dark. What's it called again? Fa La La. Fallen in love. Fa la 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 la. Fallen in love. I mean, that works. Okay. Cute. Say it again, Mike. Fa la 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 la. Fallen in love. Yeah. Give us that plot again, though. <laughs> Rebecca and Bryce meet after joining a group of Christmas carolers. They bond over their passion of music and quickly fall in love. But just days before Christmas, Rebecca discovers Bryce's hidden past. Mm-hmm. I'm in. I'm in. Okay, I'm in. I'm gonna go fake. Sounds too dark. Hidden past. I don't see a lot of I don't see a lot of those in the holiday mark the movie previews. Gosh, you're probably right. Amy? I have not real. Eddie? I it sounds crazy, but I'm gonna go with yes, it's real. So we got two fakes, one real. <laughs> Mike, what is it? It is fake. Made it up. Oh <laughs> that title got me, man. That's a good title for a movie. Right? Is it though? Fa la 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 la, falling in love, yeah. Fa la 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 la, falling in love. <laughs> Next up, Mikey. A cozy Christmas inn. A real estate executive, Erica, travels to Alaska during Christmas time to acquire a bed and breakfast, only to discover that it is owned by her ex. While there, she finds herself falling in love with the town and quite possibly him. Her ex? She didn't know it. Give it to us one more time. She's not the social media. A cozy Christmas inn. A real estate executive, Erica, travels to Alaska during Christmas time to acquire a bed and breakfast, only to discover that it is owned by her ex. While there, she finds herself falling in love with the town and quite possibly him. Hmm. That's a great I mean, I I have watched... That one's a little too... That's a close one. Yeah, man. I have watched this before, but not with an ex in Alaska. 
But you know, the formula is the same. I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. <sighs> okay, I'm in. Amy, what do you have? I got I have real. Eddie, 100% real. I have real because it just seems someone the, the X part throws me off. Yes. But other than that, it all seems like the formula. I say real. Mike, it is real. Yeah. Wow. I'm gonna check that one out. Yeah, that one sounds good. I want to check out Fa La 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 La. <laughs> Falling in love. Yeah, we should write that one. All right, Mike, give us one more. All right, this one is called Resting Grinch Face. Lisa. That's hilarious. <laughs> These titles are great. Lisa is the CEO of a financial company, and she realizes she has the reputation of not being the warmest to her employees <laughs> around the holidays. She embarks on a journey to spread Christmas cheer around the office for the first time ever. That's good. Resting Grinch face is hilarious. So Real funny. good. It's like something Mike would write. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. <sighs> I'm in. Mm-hmm. Amy and I have the lead by one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eddie, what do you have? Well, look, I didn't even hear the description of the movie because that title I know 100% is fake. There's no way a boardroom of Hallmark people would be like, Yes, resting Grinch face. So I'm going to say it's fake. Amy? Fake. I have fake. Mike? It is fake. I made it up. That's a good one. Resting Grinch face is awesome. Eddie, you've been eliminated. Okay. Amy and I go sudden death. Mike, give us another one. All right, this one is called The Most Colorful Time of the Year. Ryan is an elementary school teacher who learns that he is colorblind. Michelle, an optometrist and mother of one of his students, helps bring color into his life just in time for the holidays. Is that a Bobby? real holiday movie or <laughs> is it something Mike made up? All right, I'm in. I'm in. One, two, three, real. Mike. Okay. Oh, <laughs> there will be a winner. Oh, wow. Mike, what is it? It is real. What? Yes. Wow. Is real. Oh. It is real. And what's it called? The most colorful time of the year. <laughs> oh, oh hey, good job, bro. Merry Christmas to me. This is why he doesn't play games. He wins every single one. I know. I I held on tight for that one. (laughs) Resting Grinch face, though. That's a great one. Daniel in Lubbock, Texas, on the phone. Daniel, what's up, buddy? Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Hey, I was just calling because a couple of days ago, I heard on the podcast where all you guys were talking about Amy's movie role and trying to find out how much she made, but Eddie won't say how much he's making on his reels. That's right. Eddie was all about, Amy, you need to tell us. Amy, Mm. you need to tell us. But then you won't tell us how much you're making on your Instagram reels. I think that people that are on Instagram, yeah, I think so. Like, well, listen, like people on Instagram, they make money on their reels. So they have an idea. We're not actors. Like how many actors are there out there? We want to know how much you get paid when you go to Hollywood. And we want to know how much you're making on your reels. (laughs) It's not, it's really not that important, man. So if one says, the other will say? No. Oh, I was going to say yes, but okay. <laughs> okay, we'll say it. What are you making? I just think the thing with Eddie, though, is I don't think he's making as much as he proclaims to make. You don't know that. That's my theory on it. He doesn't want to say, okay, I made $50. So, because he takes up so much time and it's annoying how he records everything. Yes. I think he blows it up and makes it seem like it's a big deal. And now he's going to be outed for like not really making that much money. And I think Amy's embarrassed to say how much she's making in Hollywood because it's a lot of <laughs> okay. money. Why don't you guys? Okay, hold on, hold on. Why don't you guys both text me what you made? Okay. 
Uh, do you want me to text you what I made so far? Yeah. In my reels? Yeah. Okay. And how so far about how long have you been doing it? Like okay. how long is this no, money? No, 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 been? there's no stipulations. <laughs> well, I need to know. Mine was a one day job and his he's if he if it's a lot, it might be the last year and a and half. And I'm gonna play a song. Mm-hmm. We'll come back from the song. I don't wanna talk okay. about it. Let me crunch the numbers. You're not gonna bones. do it? Well, I mean, well what it, we send it to you and then what? You you And then I hold You know what <laughs> yeah. I made. Yeah, what I, are you I don't gonna remember. do? Oh, you forgot. Mm-hmm. Okay. It must so, have been that. I guess it wasn't that much. Though. Okay, text it to me. I will hold the keys, and then if you both agree after the song, I'll release it. And if you don't, I won't. I love it. Okay. Obviously, I don't even remember yours. No. Let me play this. We'll come back. How much Eddie's made on Instagram Reels? How much Amy made doing the movie Holiday Harmony? Mm-hmm. One day of work, she said. State your case. Uh, like which part? I have a lot of feelings about Go ahead. this. Before we, I have okay, the numbers. So like, I don't like revealing certain things. Like this, to me, I know. Yes, I had to fly in to Hollywood, and it was this whole thing, and it was a fourteen-hour day on set. But still, just like a lot of money, and I'm very grateful for it. But I'm just sensitive to the fact that that was a really cool opportunity for me, and I don't want anybody to be like, "Oh, look at her." That's what I think in my head. Like I don't. You don't want to brag. Yes. Okay, for anyone new to the show, I got an email going, hey, what's up? We need somebody to walk on this role. You think Amy would be good? I said, yes. She didn't know how much money they were going to pay her. I would have done it for free. But don't say that. Yeah, 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 don't say that. Oh, just kidding. (laughs) So, but I have the number. And then Eddie has been doing reels and he keeps hiding how much money he's been making from reels. Y'all been asking over and over. And And I I have that number. You know what I'm saying? It's none of your business. But I have like, them both, and you guys have agreed <laughs> to say them if the other person would yeah. say. Yeah. That's the cu- so mine was the total. So I had a SAG. There's like SAG regulations, but then wh- what I didn't know is there's kind of overtime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then also the meal penalties when I didn't get to eat on time. So that's what I added up to. What's funny, Bones, is that I'm thinking Amy's is like crazy big. What are you thinking, Eddie? I mean, I'm thinking like, ooh, close to a meal. What? Are you H- like, Hollywood? I mean, fl- fly to LA, and then she's embarrassed for for a bathroom scene. I, I said short of a mill, well, and it was well, a part. I, I saw it by the way, and Amy, that's there was more than a bathroom scene. There was a lot of talking, okay. a lot more lines than I thought. Also, it was a partnership with our company. Still, so it's like the main character even says your name, like, "Oh, Amy says this, Amy says that." Okay, so you're gonna put it at pick a number though, Eddie. What do you think it is? How much she made doing that movie? Well, based on your reaction, I'm going to have to go lower than a mil. Well, they, well that was just a stupid answer. thing to say. That was so ridiculous. <laughs> like, so I, let's go with 100,000. What? Okay. And then Amy. Eddie's been annoying us with his shooting of Instagram reels and talking okay. about how much he's getting paid. How much do you think he's made overall? She's counting. Well, I'm trying to think of how long he's been doing it and then how many reels has he put up. We also got into the fight of a couple and a few. A couple's two, a few's three. Yes, that's Is duh. that the definition? Yeah. yeah. A couple oh. is two, a few it's is three. three. I thought a few is like three or more. Could be five, mm. could be six. But 10 isn't a few. Mm. 10 is 10. But a few is three. <laughs> 10 is a lot. <laughs> this is what we do off air. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I'd say in total, the whole time he's been on, Maybe five hundred bucks. That's the whole. That's a lot of work that is put into that, though. And he doesn't want to release it because maybe it's four hundred. He's annoyed us for hundred thousand dollar level, but it's going to be less than that. Yeah, I mean, maybe even three fifty. Well, I will say this: Amy, for a total role, was paid five thousand dollars. 
You're revealing. That's it. Five thousand. That's not it. That's a lot of money, Eddie. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I, I, guys, I picture a million. Let's be. Let's, I'm bringing it back down to five. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Wow. I mean, that's pretty cool. I mean, one day. But I Amy, mean, some why, people like. I think back to a time I didn't. When I first started this show, I didn't even make that in like oh in a couple, year, a couple of months. But Amy, like Clooney and them, they make but so not, much money. I like, had no prior acting experience. It, again, it was a thing with iHeart. Like, I went in. They trusted me with that role. Again, I would have done it for free. Eddie but, has made... Yeah, we don't have to talk about that. Is he lying? Is it 200? 20,000. No, he hasn't. Nope. I know. I'm lying. <laughs> I was like, if that's the case, then I am doing reels all wrong. Uh-huh. Eddie has made $675. Oh, wow. Okay. Hey. than I thought. Hey, that's Chili's like once a week. Okay, but over a span of how long? So you've made $100 a month. Yeah, I'll okay. take it. So back this summer, he was acting like he was banking. No, 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 he's acting like he's making millions. Bringing it in. Because he, so, he was annoying all of us so much. He was like, guys, you have no, no idea how much money I'm making. $100 a month. Ray, do you think it'd be more? Uh, Eddie's, I knew it'd be exactly that amount. Amy, it makes sense. It's a legit movie that they put on a streaming service. I would say yes. 5000 okay. is probably where I put it at. Anybody feel better? Yeah. Okay. Hey, does Amy get, um, what do you call it? Like residuals? when friends, yeah, residuals. No, because it's on a streamer. Mm. If it were airing again in other places. They are putting it on DVD though. Okay, she'll get a nickel. <laughs> <laughs> and it'll come in a time machine from 1997. <laughs> the Here's Amy's pile of stories. The most Googled artists of 2022 are Taylor Swift, Harry Styles, and Kanye West. Mm. Yeah, the Kanye stuff, not good. Yeah, different reasons. They had the highest average monthly searches with over 2 million each. Not surprised at all three of them. I guess Harry Styles, massive, but usually it's some sort of controversy. And then Taylor's just the most famous person ever. Harry was in that movie. He had his tour. Yeah. i Morgan Wallen's not up there, though. I don't know he's country, and that's considered niche to a lot of folks. But he broke a ton of records. So, where is he on the list, does it say? I only have the top 10, and none of them are country. Okay. All right, what else? Uh, remember quiet quitting? We talked about that. It's when you just start slacking off at your job a little bit. It's your way of just being like, okay, I'm kind of quitting, but I'm still here. Yeah, this show was ahead of that. <laughs> guys have been doing it since, what, 2012? What? Yeah, but no one quit. Okay. Quietly. <laughs> All right. Well, there's a new version called quiet promotion. It's, it's when your boss gives you more and more to do, but no actual promotion. <laughs> <laughs> that happens all the time here. Does it? <laughs> Does it? <laughs> all the time. Constantly trying to make your life easier. All right, what else? <laughs> okay, there's an online scam involving Cole Swindell that's a little different than the ones in the past. This one, uh, some guy was pretending to be Cole and talking to these other dudes, and he gave him th- his address and was like, hey, yeah, you have permission. It's unlocked. You can go inside the house. No problem. All good. So the guys show up, and then a call is made for an active burglary. The police show up, and they're like, no, no, no. We're here to see our friend Cole Swindell. He's, he gave us the address. All good. And is total scam. Kind of like swatting, but Cole Swindelling. Let me get this straight. Cole Swindell <laughs> said, what? come to my house. Yeah. Here's where the key is. Yeah. You make, off, make yourself at home. home. Yep. Oh, okay, but so they why? Because they're fans. They did. They thought they were friends. No, no, no. With I, know, I know why they did, but what's the point of the scammer sending him to a random place? Well, I think it's a joke on the guys, right? <laughs> yeah, I feel <laughs> as though up. it's it's like the swatting. When you call the SWAT team to someone's house, it's like, huh, <laughs> which is not appropriate. It's a huge waste <laughs> of resources, and people could die. But also, these people could have died. They think an active burglary is taking place. They think Cole Swindell is inviting him to their house. <laughs> That's all crazy. House. Yeah. 
Remember I did this to Amy where we were supposed to like send Amy. It was when I first moved here. Amy didn't know where I lived. So I gave her a fake address to go check out my house. I had, listen, y'all made me drive around and rate yards because Lunchbox and Eddie were saying, my yard's the best. No, my yard's the best. Yard of the month. I don't remember this. This yep. is awesome. Well, I do because it was a huge waste of my time. So I lived close to Lunchbox at the time, so it was easy to go check out his yard. And I was like, wow, okay, not bad. And then Eddie, far away, he sends me to the other end of the earth to go look at the house, but I have to go in the backyard and I think I have permission. Oh my God. And I am yeah. snooping around and checking out, oh, oh my God. there's a little fountain back here. And oh. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> yes. Hey, and this house was nice. Right. And then I come to work the next day and I give my report and Eddie's like, Amy, I have something to tell you. And I said, what? And he said, that's not my house. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, but I could have That's what died. you said then too, dude. That's so funny. Yeah, it was hilarious. What? I mean, great. it could have ended the other way, but it didn't. <laughs> it did not. So what a bit. It was awesome. No, I mean, literally, that house was 40 minutes from my house. But how nice is that That also house? is funny. <laughs> you sent her funny. far away. No. You sent her far away, and then you sent her into someone else's yard. <laughs> I don't know. That's a great one, man. Yeah, thank you, dude. Yeah. Amy. Yeah. What? Is this the pile? I it, forget. It is. <laughs> okay, I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. It's a good one. Baylor sophomore Lauren Brasino attended a gathering of her fellow volleyball players at their coach's house. They were watching the bracket selection for the tournament, the NCAA volleyball tournament. And so they're all around, and they did a white elephant gift exchange where everybody brings a gift, and it all gets, oh, I'll take that, or I'll go and pick from the pile. And so Lauren is seen unwrapping a couple of gifts, which can get taken away by the rules. So you have something cool, and someone's like, I'd rather have that. Then Lauren gets... Okay, I'm going to go and I'm going to grab this. She opens it up and boom, she gets a scholarship. They had tried to strategically plan it. So she got the box that opened it up and it said, you just have a full scholarship. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then it got taken away? No, it, she got to keep it. <laughs> the paper stated that Lauren's getting a full scholarship for the fall, spring and summer semester. She broke down the whole room, started cheering. Tuition at Baylor is like 50,000 bucks a year. Yeah. She was having to pay it herself, but now she, you know, they always do these big scholarship announcements. Like, and everybody's like, ah, that's how she got hers. That's so cool. That's awesome. And that's what's all about right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. So my daughter is actually 16, but she doesn't drive everywhere yet. She just goes to school and then back home, from home to school. That's all we really allow. And she just started this dance class at a place that's a little far away. And we also have a son. You know how it gets. Logistics can be difficult at times. So I signed my daughter up for Uber Teen, and she took Uber Teen to her dance class this week, and it was amazing. An Uber Teen account, it's just like it sounds. It's an Uber account for your teen with trackable trips and highly rated drivers. While I wasn't able to be there with her, I was able to track her on my phone, and I got text updates the entire time. And I could tell that she felt a sense of independence. She thought it was super cool. So I definitely felt safe with her using Uber Teen. And if you're ever in a bind, this is something that can for sure come in handy. And you can get 40% off up to $15 off three Uber Teen rides. Valid for the first 30 days for new users in select markets. Now see out for details. Add your teen to your account today. It's super easy. Available in select locations. Again, see out for details. This episode brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. 
That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and company while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. Hey, guys, Bobby here. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless extended silver unlimited plan and get a brand new Samsung A14 on them. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at just 25 bucks a line per month for four lines. You're going to save so much. That's more refund for just, well, you to enjoy. It's the refund that will feel like it keeps on refunding. Like who wouldn't want to have a few extra bucks in their pocket? You know, for you, maybe you want to go and have a spa day because you're going to have a little extra money once you get with Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk is great value every day on wireless. Plus, it runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. So treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. And again, let that refund you're getting continue to feel like it's refunding. Maybe you want to get tickets to a concert. That way you don't have to ask me for free tickets all the time. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limited five phones per customer family plan discount with four lines all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings in Root Metrics 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary. Not an endorsement. Coming up in about 10 minutes, a live performance from For King and Country. That's right, right here in the studio. It's a special treat for Eddie and awesome. Eddie's wife. Yeah. Yes, so my wife wasn't able to come in, but she says she will be listening as she takes the kids to school. That'll be pretty cool. Yeah, awesome. man, she's really excited. Well, it all started because Eddie wanted tickets to the show. Then Amy went out of her way to get tickets to the show. Then Eddie said, never mind. And then it was awkward. <laughs> and I, I mean, look what up. it got him. Mm-hmm. Uh, in studio, very up close and personal performance. And a few offers to take like a road trip oh, and yeah, go watch no, him in another they city. They said they were going to fly you there. That's pretty awesome. You can't take him up on that. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> You're not Lunchbox. <laughs> I'm not doing Here's that. Here's a clip of For King and Country. Come up with them in a second. That'd be pretty cool. But now let's go over to Amy with the morning corny. The morning corny. What kind of motorcycle does Santa ride? What kind of motorcycle does Santa ride? A Holly Davidson. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's awesome. That's pretty good. (laughs) That was the morning corny. Time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I received an empty envelope from my mail carrier. I assume it's for a tip. Is that rude? Am I rude not to tip? Isn't he just doing his job? Signed, Tippy Longstocking. <laughs> I don't think it's rude because my assumption is people will probably ask him, hey, if we want to tip you, how do we tip you? And instead of going through that song and dance the whole time, he probably just leaves an envelope there. I don't think he's going around going, hey, toss me some extra cash. But I would think because if you have a relationship with someone who does a service and you can't tip them, you do, that that's just happening to him. People probably like him and know him and they say, hey, we want to give you a couple bucks. What can we do? And so he's probably just dropping envelopes off. It is not rude for him to do that. And it is not rude not to tip either in this situation. It is completely, if you feel like they have gone above and beyond their service, which they don't need to do, and you're in the holiday spirit, then tip. If not, you're all good. I don't know my mailman. What's above and beyond for a mailman? I don't know. Maybe 
he went out and got your mail from somewhere that was delivered wrong, that he didn't do it, somebody else's route. Maybe yeah. the dog gate was open. And he saw the dog outside the gate and put it back in. Okay. Maybe he brings your dog's little treats. It could be anything like that that's not really part of their job Got it. that they're doing. And that could be any, in any service that you go to through the year. Friendly but, with your kids. What? Friendly with your kids. Like how friendly? To a point. Okay? <laughs> to a point. Uh, you're not rude. He's not rude. If you got a few bucks, just generally, and you enjoy their service, help them out. Because they'll look out for you too. It's not just a one-time thing where you're like, I give them a few bucks and then we're back to normal. No, they always look out for you. That's what's up. That's an easy one. Thank you for emailing. Thanks for asking that question. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. In a second, in the news, I'm going to tell you how you tell if somebody's lying to you. It's a new way, new easy way to tell. But I do want to go over, hey, Ray, do we have like a generic tell me something good set up? Yep. Well, I have a caller on that says they want to kind of share a tell me something good. I haven't spoken to them yet, but we can try it. All right. Give it a hit. Hitting it. Come on. It's time for the good news. Tell me something good. We're going to go over to Nicole in Wichita, Kansas. Nicole, appreciate you calling. What's going on? Hi there. I was just calling to tell you about my experience. I used to bartend at an airport in Wichita, um, and I found an envelope at the bar. Oh, it was in a jacket at the bar. And it was into my shift, and I was like, you know, I probably should turn this jacket in. And so I was trying to find, like, a boarding pass that had a name in it or something to give to security. And I pulled out an envelope, and it had a lot of $100 bills in it. Mm. So I called security, come to find out it was $9,999 oh. under the amount to travel through customs. Oh. And um, so I called security and said, hey, there's a lot of money in this jacket. And uh, so I held on to it till they got there. And come to find out, they called, the security guard came back later and he said, well, it's a business owner. And he was traveling to Ireland. And um, there's going to be somebody waiting for you in the lobby at the airport when you get off. I said, Uh-oh. okay, that's kind of creepy. I'm, I'm pregnant. I'm bartending. <laughs> so... <laughs> I walked downstairs and it was the gentleman's son and he presented me with an envelope that had a thousand dollars in it and said, thank you for being a good person. Um, there aren't very many people like you in this world. Wow. They gave you a thousand bucks. Let's go. A thousand dollars. I bought everything off my baby registry after that. (laughs) That's so cool. (laughs) So we got a couple layers to this. First of all, she just, who knew? I didn't know. So I'll say who knew. I didn't know that you could, I guess, because I don't carry... (laughs) <laughs> that much I ain't cash. moving around like that. <laughs> that there was a limit, and it makes sense, but what the limit was 10000 bucks. You can't carry $10,000 in cash or they check you. How do they know? Let's say you fill your pockets with money. Can the metal detector? When you're filling it out, you fill out the paperwork. You have to declare certain yeah. things, and I think that you just want to make sure you're telling the truth in case you get pulled aside. But if I like keister 8000 they wouldn't know, right? No. They can't detect it. Well, I've Not been pulled paper. aside before for fruit, so... Mm, what was in the fruit? <laughs> well, you can't travel internationally with lemons, mm. even though hey, I've I've snuck a, criminal, a few. International yeah. criminal. So wow, that much money. And then Nicole, did you ever think, wow, this is cash? I could probably take some of it. They'd never know. I, you know, the thought may have crossed my mind for yeah. like thirty seconds, yeah. but I'm in a federal building <laughs> mm. under a lot of cameras, and I'm like, oh, that's a lot of prison time. So, and um, she she gave it back. I did, it was, is easy. I mean, she could have easily kept three or four hundred bucks. 
easily, and no one would have known it was cash. She gave it all back. And the fact that they met and gave her 10% of that money back. That's amazing. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. And then she married him. Really? really? Wow. She, yeah. No. Oh, no. Oh. oh. Sorry, I was doing Hallmark movie. Sorry, I thought I got ahead of myself. Um, Nicole, that's awesome. How's, how's everything going for you for the holiday this year? Pretty good? Pretty good, yeah. All right, I like it. Uh, you're, you're, you have kids? Two kids? Three kids? What do you got over there? now. Say that again, I'm sorry. Three kids now. Dang. Was that, when you were pregnant, was it your first kid? It was my first kid. Dang. Man. You know what she named him? Right. Money. Cash. Cash. <laughs> Envelope. Benjamin. <laughs> Airport. Ireland. Oh. Ireland. Oh. Hey, Nicole, thank you for the call. Hope you have a Merry Christmas, and uh, we appreciate you listening. Absolutely. Thank you. you All right. Too. Bye, Nicole. All right. Ray, hit the end endo there. That was Tell Me Something Good. That's a good one, right? Yeah. Really, really good. good. That's what it's all about. I didn't say that because I wasn't ready for it. But yeah. <laughs> all right. Time for the news. Bobby's Big Stories. According to body language experts, a person's hands will tell you if they're honest or if they're hiding something. If you can see their hands, especially their palms, that's exposure, palms. They're being open and honest for the most part. Someone who is lying may close their hands into fists. They don't realize they're doing it. But the palms are a very vulnerable part of the body. And if their palms are exposed through all this study, they've shown that people who have their palms open and outward are but, people that are being honest. But then wow. don't you think people that read articles like this or mm-hmm. see headlines, they just start tucking with their yeah. palms showing? Amy, I do jazz hands when I talk to people. I'm like, hey, everybody. Yes, but I don't know this article is going to get to everyone, all the criminals quite yet. That's from Best Life. Since you'll be staying with people over the holidays, here are some no-nos. Etiquette experts say you should know these important unwritten guest rules. Never go out and return unannounced, even if you just go to the store. Let them know, because you're staying with them, that you're leaving, and when you're back. Never snoop around and only stay in the bathroom that you were assigned. Oh, oh don't I mean, go to another one? Whoa. These yeah. make sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you do break something, tell people immediately. Don't cover it up. Mm. I guess it depends on how loud or how big it was. Yeah. <laughs> Never eat or drink more than the hosts. Huh? Well, what if they're, what, what if, if I were staying host- with Mike D? He's straight vegan. <laughs> That's yeah. right. He has like one piece of broccoli a month. <laughs> uh, and if you're the first to rise, wait until you hear someone else is up. Make sure you're not the last one to wake, wake up though too. So, oh, that's so always you, been me. If you're first, oh, when I go stay with Caitlin's parents. <laughs> the last I, one. Because I never sleep. And during the holiday, it's just like, you poked a hole in a raft. That's why what I feel like mm-hmm. whenever I finally get to sleep. I don't wake up. I just sleep. And at first, I was like, you know, they're my wife's parents. Well, now I'm like, they're family. Welcome. <laughs> this is who this I is am. This is what I do during a break. <laughs> uh, so those are the rules there. How many people outside your family can you confide in? This is from the Social Psychology Bulletin. Duke University did a big study. On average, most adults have a certain amount of people outside of their significant other and their parents that they can talk about the most important subjects of their lives. How many people? This is trust. This is big Mm. secrets. This is also asking for advice. How many people can you confide in? Amy? Mm, Am I guessing what I do or am I guessing the article? Yeah, you, you. I guess guess seven. Wow. Wow, That's a lot. Whoa. I say five million, our listeners daily. (laughs) Oh, you trust them all. All Great. You you listen daily. I trust you. Here's what's up. That's when you are able to open up the most. Oh, it is. (laughs) With a microphone. That's it. Yeah, because it feels make-believe. Yeah. (laughs) I've gotten a little... Oh, yeah, it's uh, tough. Eddie? One? I mean, not a lot. 
It All can't right. be your significant other. No, I know. One oh, okay. person I trust in. Oh, thanks, buddy. Oh. Hey, Bones, that's you. Thanks, buddy. Lunch Not box. Lunchbox, for sure. <laughs> I got, he'll tell on you. He'll yeah, record he it. He'll record it and play it on the air. <laughs> in a second. I'd say four. Really? Good yeah. For you. I mean, I got the boys since I was a little kid, so I mean, I, I feel like I can trust them through and through. Like your your gang? Yeah, oh, Little yeah. White Criminals. Okay. LWC. Also, you see, I was counting therapists. Oh, no, I don't think professional counts. No, no, no. So Amy's goes to yeah. two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Five Amy. therapists. He's like, oh, I was counting five of my therapists. Um, uh, I would say probably two or three. Not my. That's not my wife. Two. Ooh, that third one is like. Two, a third, do I trust them or not? Well, I mean, two two of them are in this room, but the other one like forgets sometimes. Like I'll tell him something, and then I'll bring it up again. He goes, "That happened." I'm like, "Bro, I just like exp- like told you." And he just forgets about stuff. Oh, that might be me. No, 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 no. Okay, okay. That ain't you. <laughs> that ain't you. But um, yeah. But most people, according to the study, have two people outside of their significant other they can really go to about important things. Um. Well, I guess probably three. That, the guy in the mirror I talk with a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah, that dude. I'm talking with the man <laughs> in the mirror. <laughs> if you're sick, prove it. An Olive Garden manager's fired after a time-off tirade. And, like, I don't agree with what he did, and you can't do what he did, but I felt that. Yeah, but one I, of no, them you definitely wouldn't want. I know, but I'm saying right now it's so hard to keep people working. You know, my sister manages a restaurant. Mm-hmm. My, there, I just have so many people that work in service that are in my life and they're like, I cannot keep people here at the job or they're always calling in or it's just a time now where nobody wants to work. Mm -hmm. And so like, I felt that I don't agree with what he did, but like I felt that, you know, cause he just got so frustrated. So quote from now on, I don't, by the way, I don't agree. I want to say one more time. I don't agree (laughs) with what he did. I just understand how someone could get to this point. Quote, from now on, if you call off, you might as well go out and look for another job. The now fired manager wrote, according to KCTV5's Website and news report noting that no excuses would be tolerated. Quote, if you're sick, you need to come prove it to us. If your dog died, you need to bring him in and prove it to us. What? Bring the dog in? He's obviously kidding. He's obviously being a little uh, hyperbolic because he's so frustrated. He's like, you need to just show me because you're all liars. Right. If somebody's got COVID, he doesn't want them coming in to prove Mm -hmm. it. He's just saying, you're all liars, so we can't do this anymore. And you know what? I believe him. I think he said something like, too. If Let's you, go fund if, me for this guy. He goes, if you have a family emergency, well, too bad. Like, you have to stay here and work. <laughs> yeah. But again. Man, he's I, lost it. I, yeah. I think he's just so frustrated <laughs> yeah. with not getting people to work. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of people feel that way. I do have sympathy for him. You can't handle it this way, but I do have sympathy. Like, I felt that. But he, you guys, I don't. I have to tell if you guys are sick, I always tell you, don't come in. Mm-hmm. If you even feel like you might be sick, don't come in because you're passing along. I need you to be healthy. You're healthiest for you. You're healthiest for me. You're healthiest for us. But because I always have to come in, sometimes you guys will go, well, if Bobby's coming, I got to do it too. Yeah. But it's a hard line to walk where I go, do as I say, not as I do, because I'm probably here more than I should. Because if I'm not here, the show doesn't go on. Yeah. But I can appreciate that about all you guys. I, do, I, I literally do. Like Lunchbox was dying of, he's like, I'm coming in. I'm not pooping my chair, but I'm coming in. No, no, no. <laughs> oh. You stay home. <laughs> yes. So Amy, bad. what were you going to say? I'm sorry. Oh, I just think the manager ended the email. He's like, man, I, I hope you all continue to work here, though. <laughs> like, After he ended that. it kind of nicely. <laughs> like, he, oh, he we're didn't like... want him to quit. <laughs> yeah. Woo. Mm-hmm. Uh, two more quick stories. Caleb Williams won the Heisman Trophy. So congratulations to USC quarterback Caleb Williams. He can now add Heisman Trophy winner to his resume. He was the backup quarterback at Oklahoma. He went through after the first few games started and then transferred to USC, and he won the Heisman Trophy. And so there you go. Coming in second was TCU quarterback Max Duggan. 
Um, next up, that's from ESPN. Did you? We're gonna end on this story in the news. Did you see the Celine Dion story? Oh, it's yes. awful. Yeah, I watched her awful. video. I didn't even know this was a disease that happened. So Celine Dion announced she finally has a diagnosis for the medical condition that's caused her to cancel and postpone performances over the past year. She said she's been suffering from stiff person syndrome, a rare and incurable neurological condition that causes severe muscle spasms and stiffening in the limbs. Quote, unfortunately, these spasms affect every aspect of my daily life, causing difficulties when I walk. And then she goes on. But apparently, eventually, you just stiffen up to the point where you can't move at all. Mm. Oh, man. I've never heard of such thing. Super sad for her. Yeah. That is a really unfortunate story. Um, That is the news. Thank you. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. So, a long, long, long time ago, Eddie and I were just playing at small restaurants. We would travel all around, mostly the southeast and a little bit the Midwest, and we'd play very small restaurants to like 20 or 30 people while other people ate. And they'd be like, why are those guys playing parodies? <laughs> uh, we're the Raging Idiots, Eddie and I. And what, what started there is just us driving around. And we had this brand new artist. She didn't quite have a record deal yet. And we drove all around the country. Eddie and myself and this brand new artist and our tour manager, who was just our radio guy. And that new artist was Kelsey Ballerini. All over we drove. Like, we'd leave on a Friday, drive eight hours, sometimes nine hours, 10 hours, 12, play all these shows. We played museums. Oh, any, anyone 20, that would let us. Anybody that would let us. And we were donating all the money. Every bit of money we, we could have, we would donate. And we said to ourselves, if we ever make a million dollars, we're going to have a big show celebrating the fact that we raised a million dollars for charity. And so finally, we had raised a million bucks, and we said, let's set this show. We'll call it the Million Dollar Show. But before we got that million bucks... And before we got to that show, we'd raised $2 million. So we're like, wow. So we had our first ever million-dollar show for St. Jude at the Ryman, and all of our friends joined in. A lot of country music stars would just jump in and play songs with us, from Dirks to Jake to... And so I'm going to announce our sixth show now. And we've been able to raise millions and millions of dollars. And the show is for St. Jude. And I'm not even going to tell you everybody who's in. I'm just going to tell you some of the people, because there'll also be surprises, which is fun. So here we go. Bobby Bones and the Raging Idiots, million-dollar show, benefiting St. Jude Research Hospital... All for the kids. It returns on February 21st in Nashville at the Ryman. This thing sells out in about 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. So um, the public on sale is Friday of this week at 10 a.m. Central. If you ever could get to Nashville to a show, this is the one to come to, if you can. There's also the cool stadium shows like Luke Combs and Eric Church. But anyway, yeah, 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 yeah. Brooks. Yeah, yeah. We're but this about is those. like uh, you get a medley of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm going to let you know some of the stuff here. So first of all, and probably the biggest act, Bobby Bones, and Eddie and the Raging Idiots. Yeah. By the way, there is no opening act. The show just starts, right? So people joining us, because I really wanted this to be something that was personally super fun, like people that I love. Uh, Dina Carter is going to come. What? Funny how those memories, they last. My guy, Tracy Lawrence, is also yes. going to show up. Marches on. To, so, got that lane mm. filled. Like me as a kid who I love and still love. It's the 90s. Randy Hauser is going to show up. Come on. Our buddy Parker McCollum is going to show up and play. What does that say about me? I'm not going to tell you everybody, but I'm going to give you a couple more here. And one I'm going to tell you, but it's a secret, so we can't print it. I'm already sold. Well, yeah, oh, yeah, it's. I'm telling you, it's going to be awesome. I'm on the fence. Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> I know he's not. No. <laughs> Michelle Branch is going to show up and play with us. And 
So it, what I can't print is for the first time in like 10, 15 years, we're going to reunite the records. And it's all right, yeah, I'll be fine. Don't worry about this heart of mine. Just take your love and hit the road. They haven't played together in years and years, but they're going to do it at our Million wow, Dollar Show. that's so cool. So, and they were both super pumped. And Michelle Branch was like, yeah, let's, we'd love, would you, I mean, she just couldn't be nicer about all of this. And I'm a massive Michelle Branch fan. That's all I'm going to tell you as of right now. We do have other other things. Oh, there's more. There's more. <laughs> we do have other things. Hmm. But Parker McCollum, Tracy Lawrence, Randy Hauser, Dina Carter, Michelle Branch, secretly. And Morgan, you can't write the records. Okay. So don't write it. But if our audience listening now, they can know. Mm-hmm. But tickets go on sale on Friday. And there's more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who else could there's there be, though? There's always more. Well, there's 10 million singers. Yeah, there's a lot of yeah. artists. But I'm just going to leave it there. But we don't say anything. The, the, the night of the show, people come out. So... Tickets go on sale on Friday. We don't keep any of the money. It all goes to St. Jude, and we can't wait. That's it. Did you know, like, I guess March or April of next year, it's 10 years in Nashville? Yeah. Us? Yeah. yeah. And it's been, tw- I've been doing this crap it's, for 20 years. It's Mar- It's the very beginning of March, because I feel like we moved here Ma- Yeah, March. It's March, yeah. yeah. Mm. What the crap is happening? I know, dude. Hey, we need Tracy Lawrence. And time marches <laughs> exactly. on. Exactly. I know. But that's what's up. So get your tickets Friday. There will be a B-team pre-sale if you're part of the, the, the B-team on Wednesday. And so let's rock and roll hoochie You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, that being said, can I get a drum roll, please? Hey, I am so appreciative that there are causes that we take up that you guys join in. Or maybe it's a cause that you're already involved in and we get in together. You can cut the drum roll for a second. I do want to talk for a second. <laughs> I, I, it was just felt was too intense. Too it felt too intense when I was talking. <laughs> I asked for it, Ray, so that's on me. And I just felt the pressure to keep talking higher and higher and higher. All right, stop the drummer for a second. Yes. And so when I was a child, I was in the hospital for a long time. I had ruptured my spleen, and it was one of those situations where the doctor had said, hey, if I hadn't come in in a few more hours, I would have drowned internally in my own blood. And we're a family didn't go to the doctor. We didn't have the money to go to the hospital. Thankfully, our bills were covered by a church group, by a lot of different people. Otherwise, I don't know how I'm supposed to go to the hospital, the doctor, but when I was a kid, I was in the hospital for a long time. So I've tried to stay consistent with that and try to help other people. Well, St. Jude does exactly this. They make sure that a kid, it doesn't matter where they come from in America, that when they come to St. Jude, their bills are taken care of, their bills, their food, their travel, their lodging, everything. And so we are so involved in that because, one, they just do amazing work. And then, two, I have a very personal connection to being in a hospital and just praying to God somebody will help me. And so because of that, we have worked with St. Jude for a long, long time. It is a priority to us. You guys have made it a priority to you guys. I'm so thankful to everybody who became a partner in Hope. And we did our radiothon. So we do things all year, and then we do a radiothon at the end of the year. And over the two days, it was the biggest radiothon that's ever happened, ever in the history of it. Wow. Per- period. That's great. Over two days, we raised $2.7 million. Wow. Whoa. A record, a record Whoa. For, for us, meaning the listeners and us here in this room, and then a record for it, period. And so I say that, and oh, right, can you hit the drum roll? Oh. Yeah, $2.7 oh, million. Dollars. Wow. I was like. <laughs> Something's missing. Well, I was talking. <laughs> yeah. That was, that's on me. But like, I. I <laughs> I just, I'm very thankful to you guys because I know that it ain't always easy to give if you don't have it, but some of you do and some of you make cuts and some, I mean, I just said, thank you. I don't know what else to say except thank you. 
And we are very, very grateful. And it's not even about us being grateful because I feel like we're all a team working together, but there are a lot of kids and a lot of families that are grateful, not even at just the hospital because St. Jude shares all the research with other hospitals everywhere. It's like open research. And all hospitals don't do that because some hospitals just want you to come there. But St. Jude doesn't and they share. And so thank you. That's all. I don't want to spend three hours because I could spend three hours just thanking you. And we keep none of that, guys. Well, you do. You told me. <laughs> I mean, if we if we did. Yeah, why'd you just say that? I heard that? some of the phone <laughs> yeah. calls he was answering. He was like, okay, here, this is where you really send it. He's like, yeah, Venmo it. To- <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. Just kidding. So, but thank you to you all. You make this show, I mean, worth, like actually have substance because we do a lot of stupid stuff on this show, hopefully to entertain you. And you feel like we're your friends when you're driving into work or listening to a podcast in the afternoon. But this is the substance that makes it like, oh, this is why we're supposed to do it. So thank you. I'll say that. Uh, that's also why we do the Million Dollar Show, honestly. You know, I, th- those two are connected in that way. Um, hey, will you put Tiffany on in Tampa real quick, Ray? Hey, Tiffany, what is your question, Tiffany? I'm sorry. Hey, Bobby. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. I was wondering, you just announced that amazing show. Um, the B team, you said the tickets go on sale for Wednesday and then Central time, I think you said 10 o'clock, the tickets go on sale Friday. Friday. Yes. But I don't think that you said the date of the show. Maybe I didn't. You did. February yeah, you did. 21st. February. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know the date. So good. I must have read it and forgot. Okay, February 21st, Tiffany. I'm glad you asked again because I talk too fast. How I am a professional broadcaster, I will never know. <laughs> okay. But February 21st, 21st is the show. And that yeah. is a Tuesday. It, yeah. Or a Wednesday. It's a Tuesday or Wednesday because we want to make sure that all the artists are in town and we don't want to pull money from their pocket because they would agree to do this and just miss shows. But we want to make sure that they're not on the road making their own money. So they have volunteered their time. Yes. Okay, awesome. It sounds incredible. Thank you so much for sharing again. Thank you, Tiffany. Here's what I'm going to do. Man, I have all this cowboy stuff to talk about too. Do yeah, we, we can, do. What if we, can we hold Jimmy off? Can we Can we punt him for like 15 minutes? Just Jimmy's a great friend. So why don't we... Ask him to hold for like 15 minutes at the top of the hour. Is that okay, Scuba? Yeah, he can hold or we can even we can even have him call back tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. I don't with Jimmy, I don't mind because he's been on a bunch and he's one of my yeah. good friends. Yeah, we can call him back. Yeah, he'll be fine. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I do want to talk about our, our Cowboys trip in a second. Yes. <laughs> but what I'm gonna do for those that aren't officially in the B team, I'm gonna load up on my Instagram stories the link so you can get in the B team and so you can get it on the pre sale oh, if you cool. want. To. Oh, to go ahead and sign up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jimmy, I'm sorry, buddy. I think you'll understand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll text I'll text him before <laughs> Scuba calls him. So my daughter is actually 16, but she doesn't drive everywhere yet. She just goes to school and then back home. From home to school, that's all we really allow. And she just started this dance class at a place that's a little far away. And we also have a son. You know how it gets. Logistics can be difficult at times. So I signed my daughter up for Uber Teen and she took Uber Teen to her dance class this week and it was amazing. An Uber Teen account, it's just like it sounds. It's an Uber account for your teen with trackable trips and highly rated drivers. While I wasn't able to be there with her, I was able to track her on my phone and I got text updates the entire time. And I could tell that she felt a sense of independence. She thought it was super cool. So I definitely felt safe with her using Uber Teen And if you're ever in a bind, this is something that can for sure come in handy. And you can get 40% off up to $15 off three Uber teen rides valid for the first 30 days for new users in select markets. Now see out for details, add your teen to your account today. 
It's super easy. Available in select locations. Again, see out for details. This episode brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies, especially when they start moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. Hey guys, Bobby here. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless extended silver unlimited plan and get a brand new Samsung A14 on them. Straight Talk unlimited plans start at just 25 bucks a line per month for four lines. You're going to save so much. That's more refund for just, well, you to enjoy. It's the refund that will feel like it keeps on refunding. Like who wouldn't want to have a few extra bucks in their pocket? You know, for you, maybe you want to go and have a spa day because you're going to have a little extra money. Once you get with Straight Talk Wireless, Straight Talk is great value every day on wireless. Plus, it runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. So treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. And again, let that refund you're getting continue to feel like it's refunding. Maybe you want to get tickets to a concert. That way you don't have to ask me for free tickets all the time. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings in Root Metrics 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary. Not an endorsement. Been a pretty unbelievable weekend, if I'm being honest. Especially for Eddie and Mike D, who are massive Dallas Cowboy fans. And it all started because I just emailed the Dallas Cowboys website, just a generic account. It was just like, can we come visit and interview Jerry Jones? No, it wasn't even visit, was it? It was just, can we interview Jerry on Zoom? Yes, that's all it was. That's it. It's like, can I interview Jerry Jones on Zoom? They were like, nope. Not doing, he's not doing a lot of press right now. Which I get it because I was just emailing randomly. And so I said, okay, cool. Well, I'm actually in the media and this is who I am. And I just, I really fattened up the resume. It was all legitimate stuff, but I was like, my name is Bobby. I, like Jerry, I'm from Arkansas. I have, uh, you know, the radio show, the, a couple New York Times bestsellers. I have an honorary doctorate from the University of Arkansas. I just really laid it on. A couple TV shows. I mean, I mean, now that you put it this way. I know. It I, was pretty good. It was pretty, <laughs> even when I read it back, it's like, dang. <laughs> you've wow. done a lot. Okay, wow. Ben. Like, what? So... Then they said, well, well, we'll actually run this by Mr. Jones and see if it's something he'd want to do. So the next thing we go is like, hey, we'd love, inter- love to talk to you guys. We'll find some time. And then they say, would you like to come to town and just do it in person? And we're like, are you kidding? So this is on our football show, 25 Whistles. We can't, but we can't even believe that they were going to let us talk to him on Zoom. And so then it turns to we find one date. And, and Mike D and I are, I'm not going to say pessimists. I'm going to say realists. And we just knew at some point it was going to get canceled. And we did get a note that was like, hey, we may have to postpone this because of some stuff that's happened, like OBJ, who's thinking about signing in Dallas. But there was some stuff where Jerry maybe was not available. And finally, last minute, they're like, come on, let's let's go. So we go down. And we're in Dallas, and we're like the night before. And I tell Mike, is this really going to happen? And Eddie is such a positive person. Eddie always felt it was going to happen. I already dreamt what it was going to be like. He was just... And he was in love with the idea. He was in love with being there. And Mike and I were like, man, it's going to be even more disappointing when we get the call an hour out. <laughs> yeah. And we just assumed we would be one of five or six groups of people that they would take care of and allow some sort of media access. 
So they say, meet Mr. Jones at his private hangar and you can ride to the game with them. And we thought it would be like, because sometimes record labels will take a bunch of program directors to a show. And then you meet with the artist and you have a few minutes and you watch the show. We thought it would be something like that. No, no, no. It was just us. It was, I. there were four seats that were looking at each other. It was me, Jerry, Steven, his son, and Jerry Jr., his son. And that's it. We all have headsets on. We're just talking, hanging out. And he's, How old are his kids? 50s. Yeah, they're okay. older. Yeah. He has, two, he, has a do- she, he has a daughter too named Charlotte who we t- were with later. But it was like they let us into, we were like, it was weird. It was in, their in, world. In the most amazing way. We're in the helicopter and we're he's showing us stuff as we're flying over to the game. And he's like, let's just go around the stadium again. Let's show him this. And we're just flying in the helicopter with Jerry Jones. We have headsets on, you know, like in the TV shows, like, yeah, Jerry, what do you want to do? And so you don't have to push a button. You just start talking and it hears you. And, you know, there's some like personal private stuff that we're talking about, which I would never share, but we're really like getting to know each other in a really personal, intimate way, just like sharing stories. And I'm like, Eddie and Mike got to be loving because they're in the Eddie, Mike and Caitlin are in a, in a row just behind them. And we're the only ones in the helicopter and everybody's got headsets on. And I'm like, Eddie and Mike got to be loving the fact they can hear all this. This is like inside stuff about the Cowboys, about my life, Jerry's life. And so we get out and I was like, wasn't that so cool of Jerry to share all that, like be that vulnerable. And Eddie goes, my headset never worked. No, <laughs> no. Right? Goes, I said, Guys. what do you mean? He has the cord and he's like, oh, it, it, it never no. plugged in. Guys, I followed the cord. I'm like, it's not working. And it was like unplugged. And I, there's nowhere to plug it. And I was I'm like, wasn't I that can't super cool about Jerry Jones and what he's doing for the military? Oh, and the goal. no. And <laughs> well, I mean, at least. Did yours work? <laughs> and Mike's was unplugged too. Oh, my but God. But Caitlin's did work. And Caitlin was hopping. In th- Caitlin, is, she's so confident. And like who she is, and she connects with people so well. She's in the conversation, and I'm just thinking to myself, like Eddie's like the sweetest, nicest guy, and he's not saying anything. Like I kind of wished Eddie would be a part of the conversation. I mean, it's almost probably like you probably thought Mike and Eddie were just frozen. Because well, Mike so, never talks. Right. That's the reason he's quiet. Yeah, Mike. that's par for the course. But Eddie, people, and Jerry would look back like he was included in the conversation. And I'm like, I don't know what you're saying, man. <laughs> I see your lips moving, but I don't know what you're it's saying. It's so loud. Yes. Yeah. So we fly to the game. And we, as soon as we get out of the chopper, I don't want to share too many stories because the whole thing is going to be up on 25 Whistles. Not today, but this week. We walk out and Jerry, like, Bobby, come here. He, I was like his best friend for the day. It's like I'd won a contest or something because it wasn't I had access for a minute. I was with him the whole day. And he kept going, hey, he come check on me. What do you need? Can I, help, can I get you something? And I was like, I'm just trying to stay out the way. He goes, no, 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 not with me. You're not staying out of the way. You are the way. Like, let's go. <laughs> right. And so at one point we get out of the helicopter and there are all these Dallas Cowboy fans, and they see Jerry land, and they're like, oh. And Jerry, he goes, he goes, Bobby, come here. And I walk over, and there's people everywhere, and he goes, hey, everybody, this is Bobby Bones. And I kid you not, every single person had no idea who Bobby Bones was, and that was okay. They're like, Jerry, yeah. <laughs> and he was like, and Jerry goes, they love you, man. And they, I mean, they didn't. They didn't give a crap. You're like, dude, they care about you. But I was like, thank you, Jerry. This is awesome. <laughs> it was, we have a couple clips, right, like promo clips that we'll do here. I sat with Jerry for almost a half hour with a microphone. Aside from the hours we spent with him, I'm going to tell you this: if you're not a, if you're a Cowboys, let's say you're an Eagles fan or you're a Giants fan, Jerry Jones is a villain because he's your team's arch nemesis and he's the face of it. So you either love Jerry because you're a Cowboys fan, or you're like, that's Jerry Jones. He's owner of the Cowboys. He's a villain because in sports we have villains. That's right. He's like such a dude, like just a sweet guy. That I, I was like, this is unbelievable. Okay, sorry. I asked how old his kids are. How old is he? 80. 80, okay. 
Yeah, he's 80 now. Because, like, I don't know how many 80-year-olds you hang out with that are like, he's just, like, one of us. But he's well, so with the He really is. He's, yeah, he's, he has $14 billion, so he's not one of us. <laughs> <laughs> You're different. like, he's just a dude's dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he's, like, it was so, he literally was so kind, which I was in disbelief because even he doesn't have to be mm. at all. He could have easily not been, and we'd have been like, this cool. Thanks for letting us come to the mm -hmm. game for free tickets. I asked Jerry about his biggest failures in life because he's known as a super success, and this is a quick answer. About 15 years ago, I landed at Love Field, took my card up to rent a car from, from I think, Hertz, and they looked down a list and cut my card into it and said, young they man, cut it in front of you? you need to learn how to pay your bills. Now, that's a hard day in Dallas, not necessarily a one-loss record with the Cowboys. He was talking about when he first got the team, they went one and 15. They played 60, maybe less games than that then. Um, but he's like, you know, that's not the hardest because he grew up, his parents had a grocery store. He didn't have any money. And so he was talking about like real life versus what he gets to do now. He's like, one law, one win over an entire season, that's not a hard life. Mm -hmm. What's hard is we don't have any money and you fly into Love Field and they cut your credit card up because you can't even afford a rental car. So when did they cut that up? I think his time was, I think he said, 15 years ago. I think he was like, like 15 hey, years COVID ago. Hey, COVID messes us all yeah, up one time. Sure. He was off yeah. on the dates. He's off on the dates a little bit. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I was like, how maybe, long has he been a billionaire? Maybe he meant 50. <laughs> maybe he could have said 50. No, but they have credit cards then? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, I still ask him too, like, you still get nervous before a game? Very nervous. I, I'm nervous right now. I always have, but really almost uh, sick nervous. But you need to be positive to play football. I played football for the Razorbacks. Uh, it hurt me to play football. One time, uh, my trainer said, Jones, you've got to have the lowest tolerance for pain of any kid we've ever had with the Razorbacks. And I said, damn it, Granny, it hurts me more than it does everybody else. I'm brave to be out there. It hurts more than they do. It was awesome. We'll share more on our 25 Whistles podcast. You want to follow that. Eddie, on your... <laughs> what? You couldn't wipe the smile off his face. I, I was telling someone that there was a photographer on the field, and he was taking pictures of me, and I'm like, hey, man, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not famous. He's like, no, no, no. The, the, face, the look on your face every time you see a football player is priceless, so he I'm getting pictures of that. He was yelling their names, Amy. We're on the field. They, like, we got to go on the... F like, not even just, like, press. Like, we got to go like we own the field. And Eddie's, like, yelling at them by name. All of them. That's good. No, no, no. I'm telling you. But but was, I was pumping him up, Bones. It was like, like, hey, he, was, go, baby, it was like he was five years old. He was like, Diggs! <laughs> Diggs! And he would look, and then Eddie wouldn't know what to do because Eddie was so close to Diggs. He th Dick thought Eddie was like a coach or something. And, and Eddie, so Eddie would freeze up. Eddie the, would just do nothing. Oh, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> he was like five feet away. He, and he thought Caitlin was yelling at him once. One of the players did. And so they look at Caitlin because they think Caitlin's like yelling at And he's like, hey. And it's Eddie going. Eddie turns around and goes, oops. Like, oh, <laughs> I got nothing to say now. Really uh, one of the amazing. It's so cool. The best part of it for me was that Eddie and Mike are such massive Cowboys fans that we got to do that and that they got to do that. Like, that's the coolest part to me. Jerry was super nice. We'll we have a lot of stories on 25 Whistles. Go follow that podcast. But it was it was amazing. That's all I'm going to say. It was amazing. Do you have any questions before we go out here? Because if you have anything, let me know forever. Well, I mean, you shared a lot of the highlights, but I guess from Eddie and Mike D, if they're What's their number one oh. favorite moment? I can't, you have to pick one. I can't pick one. I mean, the helicopter ride, I think, is untouchable. Like, did you touch the Jerry? The stories. Did I touch Jerry? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Amy, oh, I'm a lot. Okay. Oh, I didn't know if he hugged him or shook hands. I, I wore a suit. He said, do you want to wear my suit? And he took it off, and I put it on right there. I <laughs> was like, like I'm, Je I'm Jerry Jones. Look at me. Yeah. We were tight, We Amy. were all together. for the whole, It was crazy. No, the real question is, did you get his number? Ooh, that's a good question. That's the, I mean, that's the main question. Like, okay, great, great stories. You got the digits? Again, this is a personal thing I'm not going to share, but I will say that there's a possibility that we, this, 
They. Mm. Yeah, leave it. Leave it. Leave okay. it. Leave it. Okay. Huh? We're close. <laughs> My boy. There's a possibility. Uh, that what, what does I uh mean? They're I tight, man. They're I don't want to share personal things. No, no. Okay, you're not going to go to. Th- you may go to Thanksgiving in his house. I got it. Thank cool. you. But, no, that's next year. Christmas is coming up. But what? What is? We might. Uh, well, I, I, I can't share that right now. I want to make sure everything's cool. I don't want to do anything over the line that they don't want me to do. I will say though, there was definitely a connection between you two from the beginning. Uh, Arkansas. You guys would talk about places that only you two knew about. Like it was. There was definitely a connection where I thought, like, man, this this is this is cool. Like they they share something that a lot of people don't share together. I was like, so on the 64 team, when you guys, and you played, you know, this coach, and he was like, you did your homework. I go, no, no, no. You know it. homework. This is life for me, buddy. Yeah. Mike, favorite moment real quick before we go, just in general? Aside from the helicopter, the amount of time we got to spend on the field was amazing. Seeing all the players warm up, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Are they really big? They're big. And They're gigantic. And they look at you when you yell their name. Mm-hmm. Like they, yeah, they do. And like, then you don't oh. know what to say. They're like, there's a coach yelling at me. He's five feet from me. Oh, wait. Nope. <laughs> Who's that? Yeah, Dak looked right at Eddie, and Eddie was like, ugh. Yeah, Dak, Dak was confused. Like, are you a Make-A-Wish man? Is every kid? Yeah, you like, a Make-A-Wish man? Yeah. Um, okay, that's that. It was amazing. 25 whistles. Go follow that. I want to sh- thank all, all the Dallas Cowboys organization. They were fantastic. We have so much more to do. We finished, and they were very complimentary. And they were like, that's the best interview we've ever heard Jerry do. Because you did just, I didn't just go and be like, hey, this week, who's starting wide receiver? Right. Tony Romo. Good dude. We really got into like. Deeper than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. That's that. It is time for the Good News Countdown. It's the Good News Countdown. Counting down the biggest good news stories across the land. Let's go with number three. Number three. The city of Kingston, Ontario, just finished up its annual Toys for Tickets campaign. Anybody who got a parking ticket between November 1st and December 3rd could avoid paying by donating a toy instead. And so since they've started this, they've collected over 4,000 toys to hand out to kids over the holidays. And a lot of cities are doing it as well. Since it was started there, it's Las Vegas, it's Tuscaloosa, Alabama, and so many cities in between where they're making sure kids get Christmas. So everybody, go out and park bad. Love that. <laughs> but then buy a <laughs> gift. Yeah, and it's not for every city. <laughs> but yeah, you get it. All right, let's go next. Number two. A woman in Philadelphia named Patricia Gallagher is in the news. Every year she goes to different nursing homes and hands out hundreds of stuffed animals to seniors who might not get a lot of Christmas gifts. They're donated by random people or come from toy drives. She's been doing this since 2009. And, you know, it's at a place where a lot of people don't think about at the holidays, which is nursing homes. We worry about kids a lot, which is true, and families. But not a lot of time is spent dedicated to nursing homes. And she saw this need and has been attacking it. So, Patricia Gallagher, that's amazing. And that's number two. Number one. A pack of coyotes attacked a flock of sheep in Georgia last month. But a sheepdog named Casper fought them all off. Casper took down eight coyotes by himself. What? Wow. Hmm. So the weird thing is, <laughs> these dogs don't usually have to attack the coyotes. They usually run them off. Mm. But he's been crushing them. Like, don't attack my sheep. Now people have donated over $15,000 to cover his vet bills because that's the oh. thing. These coy- they, they run in packs and they attack, but he has saved his sheep. And so- they asked him for comment. He said, Roo. <laughs> We don't know what that means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably some good, though. Yeah, I think so, too. I'm not really sure. But that's what I'm talking about right there. That's Casper. That, But by the way, Casper, they can't find him. He, he just appears out of nowhere. Because he's a ghost. Oh, he's a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, that part's made up. That was the Good News Countdown. That is it. Morgan, what's on the podcast today? 
for King and Country were on with us after Eddie bailed on the tickets. Okay. Amy got him for their show. Yeah. I mean, that storyline just keeps getting deeper and deeper. It does. Eddie actually awesome. tore the tickets up in front of their venue no. and said, I'll never come to this show. But they performed really one of the best performances we have ever had on this show. But you're not going to be able to hear that unless you go to YouTube. Yeah, you can watch it on our YouTube. Go oh, to our okay. YouTube and subscribe to it. But you can hear the interview. It's not our fault that laws happen where we have to put podcast stuff. Podcast laws? Just in general. Oh, I don't want to yeah. go to podcast jail. It's all people who've committed audio crimes. <laughs> what are you in for? Well, I dubbed a concert from Dave Matthews Band in 72. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> you guys appreciate it. We'll see you tomorrow. Mr. Bobby Bones on Instagram. Goodbye, friends. Bobby Bones. You can find us on Facebook, too, Go. at Bobby Bones Show. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This episode brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start moving, with Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right, so no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and company while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless extended silver unlimited plan. Get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plans starting at just 25 bucks a line per month for four lines. You will save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. Well, or at least a lot longer. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.